Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Pussy Power. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pussy Power. Today is a day before my birthday and I thought it'd be fun to share with you how I manifested my dream relationship at the age of 23 after being single for the last three years, actually for the last 22 years of my life. Today, I am incredibly blessed to have literally almost everything I've dreamed of since I was 18. And that includes the amazing relationship that I'm now in for nine months now. And it's really interesting. And I'm going to share with you guys what I did and how this relationship really came about. So you can manifest the relationship you deserve and the relationship of your dreams as well. So this time last year, I was living in Manila and I was single. And you know it, your girl was just like swiping left and right on Tinder and Bumble. And I was looking to have like casual dates with a couple um a couple people because honestly like there were very few guys there who were actually like my type so I went out for a couple dates they were super casual and I reached a point where I was just like tired of swiping left and right like literally I had a routine where every 3 p.m or 5 p.m when I no longer had anything to do um that was work related I would just like get my phone and that would be like the routine I would just be like swiping left and right on tinder and see if like there is anyone to meet up with uh for the weekend or for the week and it went to a point where it wasn't just every like after work anymore. I was like literally looking at it first thing in the morning and like stuff like that sometimes. So I was really like looking for companionship and you know all the things that a relationship brings because honestly, um, since my, since my teenage years, <laughs> since I was like literally 19, it's been like the sex life has been Sahara desert. And I mean like Sahara desert, like nothing was going on. Um, and I really felt like, you know, 
with it, it felt it kind of felt like I had a fast forward button in life where I had almost everything I wanted at 18 and this was kind of like the missing piece that I didn't have yet and I felt like I was kind of like ready to settle down um which I know sounds early for 22 but also um I didn't have like the typical 22 year old's path you know, um, I last year I had my agency, which allowed me to support myself financially and be independent and be the typical strong, independent, successful woman. But I found that that was actually like making it hard for me to like really date because um, either I scared men away or I projected this image of like, I'm a strong, independent woman and I don't need your ass. And as you know, that's like, if you've watched my my other video and my, my other, and if you listen to my other podcast about um, why successful women find it so hard to date, aka why they have shitty love lives. <laughs> It's because there's like a sense of masculinity and like saying that, hey, I don't actually need a man. You know, it's kind of like repelling the 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 date or like the partner that you you want because you're projecting this energy of like, I got me. And so there's no space or room to invite someone in there is no I'm a damsel and I would like to have you in my life kind of vibe and you know men like to feel needed men like to feel like they can provide value in your life and when you project that bravado or that facade of like I really don't fucking need you I got my own money it's that's when it gets complicated and that's when they're like okay you don't need me bye bitch so yes dating has been really hard last year and honestly before I had this relationship my daddy issues were just like strong af and the kind of men I've been attracting were emotionally unavailable and in a way the dynamics I had with them kind of like no there was only really one dynamic it, it perpetuated the dynamic that I had with my father which was me needing to or feeling the need to you know feeling the need to prove myself so I'd be loved and so I'd be worthy of love. And you know, it manifested in like a couple weird ways. I would like, so crazy. Um, and I would literally almost repel 
the men that I I liked either because I was like chasing too much I was in my masculine energy you know like when you're chasing you're in a masculine um you're in a masculine state almost immediately because women the feminine energy doesn't chase you know the masculine does that so the dynamic that I've been having with these men felt very familiar and very like very like attractive because that was my dynamic with my dad you know I it's almost like I always had to achieve something before he would give me uh, his time and at least that's how I took it you know as a teenager but now now that I run uh, my own business I do understand that you know you don't always have time for yourself or even your family when you're leading a lot of people when you're running a business so that that was something I didn't understand back when I was you know a teenager and now I do but that's kind of like the dynamic that um, that was the dynamic that I formed with my dad and with men. It's all, it's almost like I need to show you how fucking good I am so that you'd love me. And that showed up in like me making a shit ton of money. So I'd show someone that I'm like strong and I'm independent and I can like stand on my own two feet. And that, you know, that is attractive for for some men, but typically um, it just puts me in my masculine energy and it repels the men that I did get attracted to, aka the men who were triggering my daddy issues. So... Um, that's really interesting because at 18 that was the same dynamic I had with my first love and um, right after that I like this I like this really mature guy who's like really mature <laughs> he was like he was like 50 something and I literally was super freaking attracted to this guy like he just ticked all the boxes for me he was like really intelligent and he was accomplished he had um he had this like really alpha male vibe to him that was so attractive for me and again it was like the same dynamic I had for my first love it just manifested with like another guy. So that was kind of like the, that was the pattern that I've been, um, I've been having in my relationships or at least in like the, the almost relationships that I did get into. So I knew that if I didn't want to end up alone with cats at like 90, I had to do something. And that's why I decided to work with a coach. And we 
worked out um a lot of things in my subconscious and working with her has really helped me with my daddy issues so the coach I worked with is Sarah Suyum and she's been like my friend for the longest time too and it really freaking helped me out you know it like I honestly think that if I didn't like heal myself if I didn't learn how to really give myself the love that I was seeking from another person, I wouldn't even be in this like amazing, healthy, loving relationship that I'm in right now. So last year, I got sick of like being single and just swiping on Tinder and Bumble. So I kind of like manifested my dream man and my dream relationship and this is really incredible like if you're watching this in youtube i'm showing up i'm showing and holding up this like journal where literally i manifested the man i'm with and i manifested the relationship i'm with right now so as you can see like <laughs> This happened, like, I wrote this down um, last year, okay, and what I wrote down was, I'm so in love with myself, with my relationship, with this faithful man from a solid family, with solid values, he's so loving and faithful, he is almost as hell-bent about fidelity as I am. I think he is blank than me. It's a blank because I couldn't read my own handwriting for, for the life of me. He loves me unconditionally. He's different from my dad. That's a, an important one because I didn't want to perpetuate my daddy issues anymore. He's much. He's a much better man. He keeps his word and he tries his best all the time. He's aware, works on himself, and is also committed to a complete family, to having a complete family. He's hot, 5'11 tall, and he's so handsome. I feel so safe and secure with him. He calls when he says he will. He communicates with me daily. And we sort things out before they become big or fester. He's into spirituality. Okay, this is a part of me that I could, this is like the part that I couldn't read much. He is something further ahead of me. Oh, he's much further ahead of me in business and entrepreneurship. I'm so happy and grateful that he's a bachelor when we met. <laughs> Note that how that, that that's super important because I didn't want to get involved with um, someone who was still in a working marriage. He's so hungry for growth and I learned so much from him. He's funny and he makes me laugh a lot. He values a relationship and puts us at the top of his priority list. I'm so grateful to be in a loving, committed relationship 
with such a man, I feel so safe. I feel like I'm just able to be myself and nothing else. <laughs> I feel seen and heard and valued and loved and understood. I have so much fun with him. The passion is still on after five years of being together. He's a partner. He is someone I can see myself spending the rest of my life with. The sex is amazing and exciting and adventurous and passionate and fun and mind-blowing. <laughs> Our compatibility is almost unbelievable. I love cooking for the man and something him home. Um, after he's had a long day. Oh, I feel I no, I love cooking for the man and um. I, f I love cooking for the man and welcoming him after he's had a long day. I feel like such a woman around him. I love how reliable he is and dependable and willing to listen. He's so eager. He's so eager. Then we and I live in. I don't get this right. I'm so grateful that my man is emotionally available. It's mentally simulating, and I love that he cares about his health and his body. I love just being feminine around him. I'm happy that he is someone who truly loves and cares for me, that I totally trust him taking the lead. I'm so blessed and favored, and our relationship is only getting stronger. So that's what I wrote, and I take it back. It's not like 100%. Um, it's not 100%. That like the things I wrote like really manifested because for the life of me I still don't like to cook, you know. We still have our helper do that, but literally like I would say ninety five percent of what I wrote here came to freaking life. Like literally just yesterday, um, we were supposed to have this like open dating thing where we'd go to a bar together and then pretend like we're not a couple so we'd like split up and then we'd like try to hook up with other people and I do I'm not I'm not fucking kidding this guy like my man just refused to freaking do it when he was there because he didn't want to make me feel jealous and he literally just like brought his Nintendo switch in the bar and started playing so you know, like, he is super freaking hell-bent on fidelity more than I am. <laughs> so he's, like, he, so he, this is interesting because he used to be, like, a freaking playboy who picked up chicks left and right and, you know, had a lot of girls um, wanting to sleep with him. And that completely changed when we got together. And that is really fucking interesting, you know? Like, he is all about monogamy now. And to have this kind of dedication, to have this kind of, like, fidelity, this faithfulness from, from someone is something that I've always been, you know, longing for, especially because, like, with my first love at 18, he was, like, into this open relationship, open dating, open love thingy 
And at the time, I didn't really understand, nor did I feel safe with him to actually, you know, open my, open the doors to that. So it's freaking incredible. Like I look at this and I'm like, holy shit, I manifested this man. And I like, I'm so fucking grateful. Also, he's not 5'11", he's six foot two. So that's even better. So I'm really happy. So I wrote this down, I think around, I don't know, around August last year. So I was like, okay, I would really love to have a boyfriend universe. I'd love to have this amazing relationship. So I wrote this down and it was like super chill. I forgot about it afterwards. And after, after I wrote down my, my, my intention to manifest this relationship, I kind of just like started playing like romantic songs. And I, I actually was listening to um, Ben and Ben for like months straight. And I was just like really feeling good whenever I heard these songs. And they felt so romantic. They felt like they were made with love, that they were about love. And so I just really felt the song, the songs that, you know, they, they put out. And I think that's one of the biggest things too with manifestation. It's like the feeling is the prayer. So I wasn't like, okay, I need to get a boyfriend now. I was just like, okay, very chill. And I wrote down my manifestation and I just did these things that made me feel good and made me, you know, get into the vibe of like, oh, right. I'm in a relationship. It's so cute. Um, so I played the love songs. I, I even bought clothes that I thought made me look very feminine. So I went on a shopping spree. <laughs> and then I like, it's so funny because like I bought this one dress last year when I was like shopping at H&M. I bought this dress that was like super, um, super low in terms of like, it was like a deep V-neck and it just, pretty much showed your boobies but it was also very feminine and very you know cute and very classy and very elegant and I said I said to myself I'm gonna wear this dress when I have a boyfriend so my birthday comes around last year um and when my birthday came my friend's just literally told me, hey, just wear this dress. And I'm like, no, like I'm just supposed to wear it when I actually have a boyfriend. And they're like, just fucking manifest it, you know, like wear it now. So it's like, you're already freaking manifesting it. And I was like, okay, fine. So I wear that dress. I, I, I did wear that dress on my birthday last year. And that was on August 1st. So I wore that dress. And a month after my birthday, I had my first date with my now boyfriend. So it's so freaking amazing how that happened. 
I think this whole like manifesting my dream relationship thing really just boils down to the five uh, five step manifestation process that I learned from Sarah. So first, it started when I was 17, not actually when I was um, 22 and writing my manifestations down. No, it started when I was 17 and I experienced my first love that fucking broke my heart. And that was kind of like the shitty life experience that showed me what I didn't want and knowing what I didn't want allowed me to know what I wanted out of a relationship, out of a man, out of myself when I'm engaging in romantic relationships. So it began with a shitty life experience that I thought at the time was going to be like the end of the world for me and I'm not going to find anyone that I'm going to love anymore. Da -da 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 -da. That was like my teenage drama going on in my head. And that was when I, you know, experienced my first love who slept with like so many women behind my back without my consent. And I just felt so betrayed um, at the time. And I became single for like, the next five years. That shitty life experience gave birth to the second step, which is the desire for a settled down relationship. Personally, I've never really been into like the clubbing, um, hooking up culture that like a lot of younger people are into. Like, I've never really been into that and I didn't really get like why people were into that you know like aside from me mentally getting that they're meeting their own needs but I never really understood like why people did that and why people were like into the hookup culture so I I've been like I'd say I've been like the wifey type for like forever because I just knew that I wanted to, you know, I wanted to settle down and I wanted a long-term commitment and I wanted a, a, a relationship that was safe, that was secure and that aligned with my personal values as an individual. So that desire was there and has been there since I was like a freaking teenager, thanks to my shitty life experience. And after that desire was born, came the third step, which is the weight, where literally almost nothing happened for like the next three years of my life. Um, aside from like this one time where... Um, this really cute Canadian guy um, took me to Bali. And after that, there really wasn't, um, there wasn't much activity in my dating life. Maybe I'd like meet someone on Tinder 
or like you know bumble and we'd hang out and then it's like bye never seeing each other again so during the wait I spent the time to work on myself and to heal my blocks and heal the issues that prevented me from you know having the relationship that I really wanted having the relationship that I really deserved so it was a time to just focus on myself and to work out the things which have been contributing to this dynamic to this pattern that I've been attracting for like the longest time so after the wait came the fourth step which is inspired aligned action and I think these actions were they're not just like when I actually started responding to my now boyfriend when he was hitting on me. I think these inspired aligned actions actually came before that. You know, it came during the wait because like after after dating, um, after dating around and feeling dissatisfied, I got to um I got to the appreciation of what I have now, you know? So the aligned actions were me going out on dates with like guys on a weekend until, you know, I, I created the opening. I created the space to, I created a space to hang out with my now boyfriend so because I was open you know there was there was that synchronicity there so after the aligned actions came the fifth step which is just gratitude because I mean everything really like the, the whole point of this life I think is you know, just to be happy for us to like actually be happy and grateful, no matter where we are. Knowing that even if we're in a shitty situation or when a where when we are in a um, place in life where we we're suffering or we're facing adversity, that it's really not that life is against us, but it's more like we're being prepared for something so big. And I actually wrote something in my journal this morning. It goes something along the lines of, Angela, if you knew that you'd be given this like relationship that you've always wanted, that you've like you've yearned for for the for the longest time, would you actually worry about, you know, that first love, that first pseudo relationship falling apart? And the answer is no. You know, now looking back, I'm really fucking grateful for that experience because that experience allowed me to know what I did want, to know what I didn't want, to know who I wanted to become, 
to know what I deserved and to appreciate this man that I have now because of that contrast experience. So that's how I manifested this healthy relationship. Um, I think one of the most crucial steps really has been, you know, the self-work component. And I'm just so fucking grateful that I'm not the only one working on myself and that my boyfriend is also now working with my um, coach. He's also working with Sarah to sort out his shit and to sort out his baggage so we can be, you know, the healthiest versions of ourselves we could be at this point in time and come together and create something wonderful together in love. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, definitely let me know. Um, if you've been wanting to be in a relationship or if you've just been like enjoying the single phase of your life, let me know in the comments if you're watching on YouTube or just um, send me an email at angela.pissypower.live and I'd love to hear you get hear from you guys and I'll see you on the next episode electric acid welcome to the candle power hour come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there our guests are from the a-list the f-list and everyone in between Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Electricast. Electricast.